Uh, this is the Minds I Like podcast, and I'm sponsored by Event to Be Wellness, which is all natural health products, and Kador's Natural Juices, which is an all natural juice drink, which is located in the Caribbean. And uh, my guest today is Sheila, and I wanted to uh, connect with Sheila because Sheila works and lives in the Bay Area, which is San Francisco in the U.S. Uh, Sheila is an occupational therapist that specializes in wealth, wellness, and mental health. Occupational therapists, if you didn't know, differ from other therapists in that they address both physical and emotional health. Sheila helps individuals and professionals build resilience to manage the stress and demands of life and work and regain control of their health and well-being. She is committed to removing the barriers to care that keep people from accessing health and wellness services. And one thing that I thought was so amazing, and I'd like us to really start to talk about this, is your certification in mental health integrative medicine and how you incorporate traditional and holistic methods with your clinical education and training to heal people. So I just want to say thank you, um, Sheila, for joining us. And thank you so much for having me, Alethea. And I just wanted to get some information and expand in your profession, uh, especially around your mental health experience and how you incorporate um, those traditional holistic methods with your clinical training as an OT. Yeah, sure. So, you know, my my background's pretty traditional. I worked in hospital-based settings um, for most of my career. But once I started my own practice, I felt more comfortable bringing in things from my own culture. So um, I'm Indian and, you know, we have Ayurvedic practices, um, things like yoga, meditation, which are used, you know, here in, in North America, but there isn't that much of the cultural component. There isn't much of the discussion of like spirituality and where it comes from. And I'm pretty fortunate that the people that work with me um, are pretty diverse. And so I mm-hmm. feel like I can bring in my own practices um, from my tradition and ask people about their spirituality, their background, their ancestry, and make, you know, mental health. And I, I also do some physical health as well, people with, you know, chronic health conditions and pain. Um, and bringing like their cultural practices, things that are important to them and work for their lifestyle in their care. So it's not just this like, you know, medication routine and like strict CBT and DBT, like straight from the textbook, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It definitely does. Um, Cause I also incorporate those practices, mm-hmm. those uh, treatment methodologies into my own practice. And can you just walk us back a little bit and uh, tell me what got you interested in uh, this part of uh, medicine? Sure. So it's, um, you know, if, if, if you're asking specifically about the certified mental health integrative um, medicine aspect of it, it was just something where I 
you know, as I start, like I said, I started my own practice and I started to incorporate really more of me into my practice versus mm-hmm. um, what was, you know, typically allowed, you know, usually in mental health settings, you're really guarding your, your, your personal side, any of your own personal experience, um, your, um, you know, you're still focusing on the client, but you're really holding back anything um, that that has to do with um, your own personal healing. Um, and so I was starting to notice that, especially with everything that's that's been going on recently, that people were really dealing with things like racial trauma. Um, they, you know, we live in a society where it's like Western white dominant norm. And so you're kind of having to hold back or erase people's um, like cultural upbringings when it comes to medicine. We're focusing on things like, again, like medication and standard like rehabilitation techniques that really don't look at um, what other important values um, in your life, things like spirituality, things like, um, you know, I mentioned Ayurvedic practices and other forms of healing that people believe in and know that works for them. But those aren't things that like your doctor or clinician even explores or asks you about. Um, so um, really, it was I, I took a certification course last year because I had some additional time thanks to, you know, being in lockdown. And I found that a lot of the practices really resounded with what I personally believe in, what I find to be healing. So um, things like movement, things like um, products from nature, right? Like having incorporating more herbs um, in your diet, more whole foods in your diet, um, eliminating, you know, processed foods and heavily industrialized foods because they really impact your mood and your health in a negative way, but those aren't things that um, your doctor is talking to you about or most of your healthcare practitioners are talking to you about. Um, Incorporating things like mindfulness meditation, um, yoga, and even if it's not like a yoga class, like certain moves and stretches that can make you feel good and um, increase your your mood and your energy and things like yogic breathing um, are again things that I, I never utilized um, in practice in hospital based practice, but those are things that resonate with the people that I work with. They resonate with me, and they're really easy and they're actually free, you know, to incorporate into everyday everyday practice. Absolutely. And I think it's great that you were able to find those gaps Mm -hmm. in mental health and wellness, and you're able to address every aspect of the person's life. And I find that holistic care um, is very important when you're looking at, you know, healing and especially focusing on um, enhancing your health. So, um, in terms of your the feedback that you're getting from your clients, how have they been um, open and responsive to um, the methods that you're using and applying? Yeah, so you know, for for some people that have um, have some of these practices um, with you know within their families, it resonates really well. Um, for some people where these concepts are newer and they haven't experienced them, 
um, again, they find that that it resonates really well. You know, um, like I mentioned, um, you know, yogic breathing, like really just controlled breathing strategies. Um, but mm -hmm. they have, you know, like a, a spiritual and cultural component to them. They've been done for like, I, at this point, I think close to like thousands of years. And so they, they feel natural. They don't feel, um, foreign, even if it's something that somebody hasn't, hasn't experienced. So I have, I, I've been fortunate that, um, I worked with people that have been really open to trying these different strategies. Um, and, you know, with anything that's new with, you know, any type of mental health care, you have to practice, right? Um, you, you try a strategy and you see how it, you feel afterwards. Um, and you kind of, you know, I, I, I use a lot of journaling for people to, to track kind of um, before and after how um, different techniques work. Um, and, mm -hmm you know, it, people have been open to trying things that um, they haven't learned and elsewhere. And because they're incorporating it, you know, on a pretty regular basis, a few times a week, or even once a day, they're finding that, oh, these strategies are working for me. They're pretty easy to do. They feel, you know, they feel pretty natural. Um, and, and they're finding it beneficial, especially, especially breathing, you know, it's like, um, controlled breathing is pretty simple slowing down your breath and you're just adding some some new techniques that they haven't seen or um or tried before mm -hmm. and when you're incorporating this plan um what else have you taken into consideration in terms of what they're what they're requesting like do you find that your plan is quite comprehensive once they have those areas or is there something additional that they're yeah. usually looking for? You know, it, it depends on if it's group or individualized. Even when I do um, groups, I keep my groups small so that I can get people's feedback. And, and you know, we stop, we, everything, especially as an occupational therapist, you do, you do it with um, your clientele, right? You're, you're doing it in the moment. You're asking, how is this? You're, you're checking in before and after, um, you're giving them space and time to either ask questions, um, you know, and some techniques are calming, some techniques are energizing. So it really depends on what the person is looking for. Um, I think the, the most common thing is, you know, people, um, have a hard time falling asleep these days or staying asleep. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, finding calming strategies like, um, you know, this isn't really a, a cultural one, but things like progressive muscle relaxation, you know, providing some education and helping people understand how their body's holding on to tension and teaching them techniques to release the tension in their body, which also releases the tension in their mind. Um, so, you know, providing the education, giving them opportunities to see how it's benefiting them, then those, you know, those things stick, they become like routines. Yes, they do. And can you give me one example of a personalized um, method or intervention that would work for someone? I know you gave us the muscle relaxation. Um, I was just wondering um, if there was one other thing that you'd like to expand on that you found is a very good technique. Yeah, sure. So I really like to incorporate the senses um, mm -hmm. in helping people slow down and bring more awareness to their body and their mind. Um, so something that I 
that I work with people on to personalize um, is strategies based on their five senses. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we break it down and um, we find things that are simple to do that can take, you know, like 30 seconds to, to a minute. Um, we find things that that are that are more comprehensive that can take up you know 30 minutes or an hour if you need to unwind even more and so in each of the five senses um we we come up with plans so what are things that you can look at sometimes it's just looking out the window um sometimes um it's finding something specific in your house that's calming um with hearing if there is a um, an audio recording um, or even a YouTube channel um, or an app that has a really calming, soothing sound that you can listen to that can you know help kind of regulate you. And so, um, so that's something that I do that's personalized that works really well where we're focusing on one sense and they have um, basically like a template that they can choose from um, and decide what they need in the moment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That sounds great. And I noticed that um, even though you have your individual clients, that um, you've been expanding into the corporate uh, mental health movement field. And can you expand a little bit about what you do there? Sure. So I do something that probably would sound um like it would it would be you know pretty kind of traditional corporate um, practice is I do a lot of virtual ergonomics assessments, and um, you know a lot of people are working from home now, and at this point they've been working for close to a year with makeshift setups, and so I help people um, readjust their workplace settings with you know equipment basically, um, but because of my background I also incorporate help them incorporate things like breaks, you know, everyone's overworking and forgetting to slow down and take care of themselves. Um, so helping them incorporate things like either apps or building it into their schedule where they can take um, a mindful break and just take a few moments um, to either focus on their breathing. Um, I also, again, as an occupational therapist, um, there is the physical component. Um, and so a lot of people are experiencing pain and discomfort. So I'm able um, to teach them stretches and self massages that they can utilize when they're on their zoom call. Um, or, um, you know, again, if they're able to just take a break, so they're taking care of their bodies. So it's that, you know, pretty typical corporate um, ergonomic setup mixed with um, self care, mindfulness, um, and body work. Wonderful. Full comprehensive package. I love that. (laughs) And and just to take away, um, what's your um, personal model that you share with your community in terms of managing health and wellness? Sure. Um, You know, I I come from uh, a background in my culture we really are very community oriented. 
Um, and it's really hard to focus on yourself. And so that's something that I work on, on myself on a daily basis and prioritizing myself and taking care of myself. So I feel that I, I use a lot of myself in my modeling and acknowledging how hard it can be um, to focus on yourself and why it's necessary to put yourself first so that you can focus on your work, your community, your loved ones. Um, so I'd say really it's, you know, I, I kind of take my experiences and the things that I've had challenges with and I'm, I'm open about it. Absolutely. And I think that's the best way, you know, that we can be in tuned and connect with our community and the right. people around us if we just pay attention to how we care for others and how we can extend that to uh, the rest of the people that we um, care for. Absolutely. Right. That sounds right. amazing. And in terms of uh, people reaching out to you and connecting with you, I know you have a workshop coming up. Is there something that we can uh, connect and tune into? Yes. So um, if you would like to connect with me, I'd say my website is probably the best. Um, it's otbayarea.com. And I try to offer monthly community groups, just completely free, no strings attached, um, healing groups um, for anybody. You know, they're welcome to attend. So if you sign up for my newsletter, it's just once a month and it gives you a heads up um, on what the, the monthly offering is. Um, it's, you know, that would be the best way. And I'm also on Instagram. I share, um, you know, more free strategies as well as my community offerings on there. And that's also at OT Bay Area. Oh, wow, Sheila, it was amazing to connect with you. And I know for sure that we will be uh, working on a project soon. Yeah. And uh, for sure, um, people that want to reach out to Sheila, please do. She's in the Bay Area, but we have no borders right now. Right. So it's great <laughs> to reach out to people and connect and get your tips. And I want to thank Sheila for coming on the Minds I Like podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're listening to the Minds I Like podcast.